and Luke. And now we come to the thrilling final episode of our radio drama. Ron Wolfley. This is going to make me look kind of freaky. Luke Lipinski. The great Luke Lipinski. <laughs> Devaluing the word great if you follow with Luke Lipinski. <laughs> Wolf and Luke. 98.7 FM, Arizona's Sports Station. All right, so we are 28 hours into the NFL's legal tampering period. It is the Wolf and Luke Show live from the Ak Chin Community Studios. 28 hours in, Wolf and uh, Vaughn Miller has not signed with the team yet. Chandler Jones has not signed with the team yet. They're talking on TV right now about Randy Gregory agreeing to a five-year, $70 million deal with the Broncos, which is interesting to both those guys because both Von Miller and Chandler Jones were linked to the Broncos. He just took a bunch of their money yeah. and obviously the spot those guys would play. You know what, though? Randy Gregory getting $14 million a year. What were some of the estimates, some of the estimates, excuse me, that... Chandler Jones and Vaughn Miller were going to get about six between like I sixteen say, and eighteen. Yeah, it was more like and towards eighteen. Yeah, I think for the most part. So you have to wonder: is that a is that a cheap economical signing by the Denver Broncos, or is this a situation where now all of a sudden it's going to impact Chandler Jones and Vaughn Miller? I I I don't see that being the case. I think there's probably a standoff between Vaughn Miller and Chandler Jones right now for that $17, $18 million range. Maybe that's what's holding it up right now, the deal. This is Mike Garofolo earlier today on Randy Gregory, why he went with the Broncos and uh, and why the Cowboys deal. Because he had originally agreed to a deal, it sounded like, with the Cowboys, and then like a half hour later, he was on the Broncos. The Cowboys agreement, even though the team tweeted it out, um, oh, wow. as Vic Lombardi, uh, my buddy out in Denver, reported, yeah, he's going to the Broncos, not the Cowboys. Randy Gregory... Uh, that deal, you know, we always say they agree on overall terms, but, you know, sometimes you get into the finer details and you got to work it out for whatever reason. And I haven't quite gotten to the bottom of it yet, but I have confirmed the deal with the Cowboys fell apart. So Randy Gregory, a Cowboy through and through to this point, now headed to Denver to join the Broncos. We had talked about maybe Chandler Jones or Von Miller being the pass rusher in Denver. Nope, it turns out to be Randy Gregory. Randy Gregory is 29. Yeah. So maybe that's part of it. I think it's a big part of it. Maybe one of those guys ends up on Dallas. I didn't even really think of them. Now they don't have Randy Gregory. Right, exactly. Um, and what's interesting about that is the Cowboys thought they had Randy Gregory. Yeah, I imagine Jerry Jones probably not too happy to No, there was probably, a report. It came out. Yeah, yeah, it came out that. From the team. The, the team tweeted the out. The Cowboys had signed Randy Gregory. He's probably on his one of his many yachts right now. Very happy. <laughs> one yacht pulling three other yachts, and he's yeah, not happy. So that is a little, that's got to be disconcerting, though, to Chandler Jones, I would imagine, and Vaughn Miller right now. Maybe Denver was a place that they would have loved to have gone and actually played, especially with Russell Wilson being their quarterback right now. The fact that they are a Super Bowl-caliber team, the Denver Broncos, that's very, very interesting. Who is going to blink? Who's going to sign next, Chandler Jones or Vaughn Miller? I think Chan right now, I think Chan has got more juice. I do. I think Vaughn Miller, obviously coming off of a Super Bowl team, um, I understand that. But if you watch the tape once again from the regular season, watch the tape, 
I think Chan is going to have more juice. It's. I think he'll be the highest paid guy. Really? Yes. Yeah, when this is all done, you think he's going to make more? Okay. Because it, it, now I wonder what role the Rams play in all this. I mean, we're trying to see if there's a way where Chandler Jones would end up back with the Cardinals. Here's Steve Keim uh, from the Combine a couple weeks ago, March 1st. He's one of the 21 that we would obviously like to have back. You know, I think we all know that market, market dictates that. And um, we'll have, you know, certainly conversations with his representatives as well. Okay, so market dictates that. And every yeah. time we heard that from the Cardinals, and I think most people had already sort of put that in their mind even before Steve Kime said that. It was like, okay, a market's going to dictate that the Cardinals can't afford him. Maybe they still can't. Maybe he still gets $18 million a year. Maybe he gets it from the Rams. Maybe he gets it from Dallas or whoever. But, uh, you know, is this the market dictating back to the Cardinals here mm-hmm. at some point, Wolf? Maybe it is. This is what it would look like if there were any way he was going to end up back on the Cardinals. This is what it would look like on day two. Especially if Vaughn Miller signs next and goes to the next place. Maybe it's going to be a situation where somebody's going to say, hey, listen, you know what, Chen? Um, This is final offer. This is going to be our final offer right here. Take it or leave it. Oh, you're going to leave it? Okay. Now we'll go to Vaughn Miller. Mm -hmm. Maybe that's a Listen, Vaughn Miller's 33. Chen's 32. And just turned 32 in February. Yeah. So... I think that gives him a bit of an advantage over Vaughn Miller at this point in time. Um, If you're looking at these two guys being neck-to-neck, head-to-head, in terms of the best that are out there, uh, I think that gives the advantage to Chandler Jones. Um, To your point, maybe the options and maybe the money is going to dry up. And maybe the Arizona Cardinals will have a shot at Chandler Jones. And maybe that's one of the reasons why the Arizona Cardinals this late in the game said, hey, D-Hop, can we restructure your deal? Think about it. Yeah. No, that's Maybe they didn't think, right? Yeah. They didn't that, think they'd have a shot. That's a great point because, again, two days in, if there were any way the Cardinals were going to get Chandler Jones back, this is what it would look like. And the other thing I would say, they haven't gone out and spent any money on anybody that isn't or it wasn't a Cardinal last season. So here we are. We're well into day two. The The league year starts tomorrow. Chandler Jones isn't signed. The Cardinals just freed up some cap space, and they. it's not like they've gone out and added an edge rusher. Yeah. They haven't added anything yet. Yeah, man, I'll tell you. I, okay, I'm starting to <laughs> I'm starting to get hopeful, and you know how dangerous that yeah, is true. with me. Do you want me to read you Chandler Jones' most recent tweet, and we see if we can get some, some wisdom out of is this? Is it going to beat me down a little bit? No, little, no. I, okay. well, I don't know. I mean, it depends how you take it. Usually okay. he tweets out song lyrics. <laughs> okay. His most recent tweet is, movie suggestions on Prime or Netflix? Question mark. Okay, great. So In I, other words, nothing's going on, Chan. You're just making it sound like... I mean, that's from it, last it, night, but yeah. Oh, it's, oh, for, it's still his most recent tweet, Tweeting out at that point in time. No, as I'm well. looking right. I'm just, just doing. It's called show research. Late I just figured out like yes. that you like to tweet out. Can't, I'm can't do that these every day. Pants tomorrow or whatever it is. <laughs> I think I plan my outfits a day ahead of time. Um, you know what? This is a, this is a story to follow right now. Um, could it possibly be putting two and two together right now? Could it possibly be the Arizona Cardinals are players for Chan again? Well. You said something earlier when talking about an edge rusher. If you're going to go out and spend money on an edge rusher, you better be a contender. It doesn't make sense for the the Jets to go, okay, what are you doing with Chandler? Especially Chandler Jones or Von Miller. Now, in their early 30s, they can still play. 
But it's not like you're signing a guy that you expect to have around for the next five or six not years. You're going to sign a four or five year contract. So who? I mean, I'm just trying to run through who some of these teams would be. The Bills, certainly. The Rams, um, the Cardinals. I think are on that list now. Yes. Of teams. I mean, Seattle was one of those teams. Denver that was, was definitely one yeah. of those teams, and Randy Gregory took that. I think you can take Denver off because of Gregory. I think you can take the Seahawks off because of Denver going out and getting Russell Wilson. I mean, why would Seattle go out and sign right. him? So yes. um, there's only so many teams he could go to. I mean, San Francisco is that still a is that a reality? No. Okay, good. So no, no San Francisco. I'm just going to cross them not up. Not San Francisco. Too. Okay, no, we'll cross them up. He's not going to go there. Okay, good. No. So, I mean, I'm, we're looking at like the Bills, the Rams, the Cardinals. I'm sure there's a couple other teams. Baltimore. I'm sure there's a couple. Dallas has to be there now. Yeah, Dallas. Uh, there you go. Right there. But that's probably it. I mean, the Chargers are the team signing everybody. They can't afford anybody else. Oh, I could not even see Chan in the star. Could you see him with that the star awesome. on? That would, that would be also Chad, no, no. Who, who, no. who would be least? Uh, if he wants to go to the Bills or the Ravens off this list, I, that's I'd fine. Go to the Bills, yeah. man. Are you okay. kidding me? You know, the Bills. I still kind of, kind of have the clenched fist for the Bills. And they got your your, uh, your boy, too. right now. Roger Saffold. They got yeah, <laughs> okay, that's great. Again, the AFC. I can root in the AFC. It's the Bills and the Steelers, of course. The brackets are now open. Compete in the Arizona Sports Bracket Bucks for your shot at $4,000 by texting Bucks to 620-620. We'll send you a link to fill out your bracket. That's Bucks to 620-620. It's the Arizona Sports Bracket Bucks presented by Santan Ford and Schwartz Laser Eye Center. Coming up, the uncertainty surrounding Kyler Murray have any impact on Zach Ertz resigning with the Cardinals? Uh, we'll hear from him next. It's the Wolf and Luke Show on 98.7 FM, Arizona Sports Station. Middays, 98.7 FM, Arizona's Sports Station. All right, well, be honest, how fired up are you for what's coming up in 15 minutes when James Conner joins the show? Oh, man, I am jacked up right now. Let the physicality begin with the Arizona Cardinals. In rundown situation, James Conner coming back. Here we go. Let's truck somebody, shall we? Your your physical reaction to when Maloney told us that uh, James Conner was was coming on the show because it was it was a mid show sort of scheduling and you just like jumped up and and, and I what? didn't hear it in my ear so I just thought you were losing your mind about whatever I was talking about honestly right now the game of football is still in the Wolfley compound it's still about the physicality it's still about flat boots and bloody knuckles it's still about that it is a game the essence of the game is still blocking and tackling it's still about driving the other guy into the ground it is still and i believe and i've been saying this the pendulum is swinging back to a more traditional approach i think we've gone out there on the limb with the college offense and the spread and i think it's swinging back now again it's not going to swing back all the way the spread is here and the spread concepts are here there's no doubt about that. You don't just mean and Arizona, you mean the NFL. And I'm talking about the NFL, and I'm glad because I love it for the game. The blending of the two, the old and the new. you got to be able to do it all. And that's why I love it, but the physicality of the game is something that I still value so much. And James Conner. He represents that physicality. Well, I know one of the uh, the re-signings that fired you up 
specifically be, when you look at it with other moves is the return of Zach Ertz. Now, if it was just Zach Ertz, that would have raised some questions as to how physical this team's going to be. If it was Zach Ertz and Chase Edmonds, let's yeah. just look at those which, two right which there. Which it could have been if somebody threw a bunch of money at James Conner. That's Connor. right. Yeah. That's right. And if it was just that, I'd say, okay, more spread. Here it comes. But that's not it. That's not what is happening right now, at least not in my opinion. Zach Ertz uh, had his press conference to just sort of reintroduce himself to the, uh, the the fan base yesterday, and he was asked what was the interest level from other teams. We never got to that legal tampering period, so I can't say for certain um, what the offers would have been, but my priority all along was stay here in Arizona. Um, it didn't really matter at the end of the day um, about the money. Obviously, it was a factor, um, but the thing that I wanted to be here was a chance to win another Super Bowl, um, and that was the number one priority to me was finding a way to stay here uh, within with this organization because I loved coming to work every day. Uh, I loved the, the guys on this team. I love the vets on this team, um, and I'm excited about the future, honestly. Okay, what is your favorite cut? What is your favorite cut? Part of that cut or other cuts that we Just have? Just other cuts that you have right now. What is your favorite comment from Zach Ertz? Yesterday, um, here I'll, I'll play it. It's right here. It's kind of a long one, but it, you know, he just said right there we didn't even get to the legal tampering. Here he explains why he didn't get to the legal tampering. Remember, this guy only played eleven games with the Cardinals last year. It's not like he got drafted by the Cardinals and this is year ten, and he feels like you know he feels like he has to stay committed here. This was after eleven games, and they weren't. You know, some of those games were wins, but it's not like he was here for the first eleven games when they were what ten and one or Correct. nine and two. Obviously, I've been blessed and fortunate enough to play in this league for a long time. And when you find a good thing, you don't go looking for something else. Um, and so for me, I wanted to be here. They, they they made it known that I was a priority from the moment the season ended. And to be in a place that respects you for not only what you do on the field but off the field as well, the way you approach the game for me it, is valuable. You can't put a price on that um, and it's, so it, it truly is just something that I wanted to be here um, yeah there could have been th- situations that could have been different but I don't think any of them would have been better than this um, and so for me it was just something that I wanted to get done uh, I'm extremely comfortable here I have a routine now here um, and I'm a very kind of routine oriented person um, and so w- w- kind of when I when I got into that routine late in the year felt extremely comfortable my wife loves it here uh, and so for me it was a no-brainer see this is I, I don't I don't want to I want to phrase this in a way where I'm not ripping Kyler Murray because I'm not trying to but Zach Ertz has been here for 11 games JJ Watt's been here for one season both of those guys feel like they play for Arizona you know what I mean like there's one thing like, yeah I yeah. play for the Cardinals that's who drafted me I play for the Cardinals I want to win I like my teammates Zach Ertz and J.J. Watt both already feel like they are part of this community. Buda Baker, we talked about this a couple weeks ago. Buda Baker, I think, is the guy that, I, I'll put this up as a poll question at some point, where I think if you're a Cardinals fan, you're like, oh, that's our guy. Buda Baker's like the face of the franchise oh, yeah. right now. He's invested in the community. Yeah. And, and they drafted him. He's been here for a while, but it's always kind of been that way. Whereas with Kyler, I think that's one thing that is missing. I'm not saying it's bad. It's just kind of an intangible that's missing. That's why I like that clip. It feels like Zach Ertz has been here for five years. Yeah, as a matter of fact, that is probably my favorite cut of Zach Ertz. Not the one you just played, but his comment on playing with Kyler Murray. That, to me, it said so much. This coming from Zach Ertz, a guy that I respect as a man, ladies and gentlemen, and, of course, as a player. It said so much to me that he would sign a multi-year deal, a three-year deal with the Arizona Cardinals in playing with Kyler. 
Skyler and I got introduced to each other in the middle of the season. And in the middle of the season, uh, most of those conversations were geared towards football and geared towards the next opponent we were playing, geared towards how we can be better. Um, but I look forward to just continuing to grow as friends. Obviously, I think he's a great friend to me. Um, he's, he's, he's someone that I've loved playing with and for the past 11 games of the season. Um, and I think we're just uh, really scratching the surface with our chemistry level on the football field. Um, and so I'm excited to see where that goes in year two. He's not coming back here if he doesn't want to play with Kyler Murray. He's not coming back here if, in fact, that is the case. And that is the reason why that is my favorite cut right there. My second favorite cut from Zach Ertz. I know what it is. What is it? What? It's got to be this Max Williams. <laughs> Hold on. Before I play this, because I know that that's what ultimately you want to hear. Um, it would like it makes sense if the team is like, OK, we're going to resign this guy. Things got a little weird publicly for a few weeks there. We're going to make sure that like we say all the right things. And it wouldn't shock me if they went to Kyler and they were like, look, man, you're getting paid. How about on social media? You start not just unscrubbing your account, but, you know, being a little more active, talking Cardinals instead of other stuff. Just make it look like we're all together on the same page here and you'll get resigned in a month or so. But as far as a player like Zach Ertz coming out and saying that stuff. Nobody's going to go to him on the team and say like, "Hey, can you? You just got your deal. Can you go out and say nice things about Kyler?" Like that. That's not going to happen. That's just genuine. Zach Ertz likes playing with Kyler Murray. True. What? No doubt. Yeah, I mean that would just be awkward. <laughs> no. All right. He didn't. Now get to the cut. All right. Here's your cut. I mean, I can't get my guy to resign, so I am signed. I need him to resign, um, and, we'll, and we'll have a lot of fun together. Uh, Max is a, is a great dude. He's a really talented tight end. He's been in this league for a long time, knows how to operate, uh, and I've loved getting to know him over the past five months. Even though we weren't playing together, our lockers were right next to each other, um, and so it was just a great opportunity, and hopefully we can run it back next year. There it is right there. That is my second favorite Zach Ertz cut. Because of what it portends. <laughs> what it portends. The bloody mess. <laughs> the bloodiness of rundown situation out here in the desert, ladies and gentlemen. All ye who love the game of football, gather on the transistor and press the ear, baby. Time to get on the flat boots and scrape up the knuckles. Because the Arizona Cardinals are going to play a physical brand of offense in rundown situation. Max Williams and Zach Ertz, I think 12 personnel, two tight ends. You're going to see that become the norm in rundown situation. I believe this. I could be dead wrong on that, but to me, this is what it portends. Two tight ends in rundown situation where last year it was three wide. Big difference. Text us your thoughts to the FanDuel text line at 620-620 right now. When we come back, James Conner is back, and he joins us next. It's the Wolf and Luke Show on 98.7 FM, Arizona Sports Station. Wolf and Luke Middays, 98.7 FM, Arizona's Sports Station. All right, welcome back to the show. I think the name that, that most Cardinals fans at the top of the list of, of guys the Cardinals needed to bring back this year was James Conner. They brought him back quickly early yesterday morning, and he joins us now on the 72-sold sports line. James, uh, thank you for the time. You re-signed quickly and, and early yesterday. What was the thought process there? 
Uh, man, Arizona, Arizona felt like home for me. So, you know, I said, well, I'll wait, you know, and, and, and now I get to call it home for three more years and I, I just couldn't be more, more excited. I'm blessed. I'm thankful. I'm grateful for this organization. And, you know, I'm, I'm just excited to roll. James, you have no idea how jacked up I am. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe you do, James. (laughs) Maybe you've got a little bit of an idea, but man, what kind of action, James, did you get out there? I mean, did you consider anybody else? And it just this how I was embraced, you know, last year and and how how I feel about this organization and how I feel that we have everything we need here to, to win and be successful. Um, you know, I said, you know, I really didn't want to look around. I, I, I wanted to be here, you know, and so it was it was it was an easy easy decision for me. You know, I said if you know, if we can get it done here then this is the place I wanna be and we got it done, so so I'm thankful. Yes. James, uh, the season you had last year, I mean, you filled a lot of needs. The Cardinals were, were they, they, they couldn't get into the end zone nearly as effectively two years ago as they could last year with you. Did you feel like you had something to prove last year? Because at times it looked like you were playing that way. Uh, I always got something to prove every time I'm on the field. You know, in this this league, you got to prove yourself week after week. You know, so I was just able to, I was able to just to play, um, play free. I was able to stay healthy, you know, for for the majority of the, of the time, and and you know, just play play some of my best football. So, um, you know, every time you see me, I'm going to bring that same attitude, that same demeanor, um, same physicality, all that. That's 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 what got me to this point. You know, so that that's just uh, you know, it's in my DNA, and that's just how I play the game. So. And which is something to prove. So, James, your first year away from the Pittsburgh Steelers, and now here you are in the desert. You're playing for the Arizona Cardinals. Did you grow last year as a player? And if, if so, how? How did Man, you? Man, I took. I, I grew so much as as a person and a player, and I would say even more so as as a person. You know, just um, taking that leap of faith. You know, leaving Pennsylvania and coming out to Arizona. You know, um, on a one year deal. You know, cross country. It was just um, you know the the leap of faith took me higher. You know, and so yes. to come out here and just be embraced. And I was just, I felt like I was able to just flourish, man. And you know, everybody out here believed in me, and which was 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 an awesome feeling. And so, man, I just you know I grew so much as a person, you know, and a football player as well. And and so uh, I'm looking to continue to do that to grow as a person, a football player uh, moving forward. We're talking to James Conner. Uh, James, I mean, you're going to lose some players every year. No Christian Kirk now, no Chase Edmonds. But in a lot of ways, it looks like other than those guys, the offense may look very similar to what it was last year. And you guys were very effective, especially in the first, what, 12 or so games. What were your feelings on, on the offense last year and how confident are you that uh, in that going forward now? Uh, very confident. You know, I feel like we showed, um, you know, the, how dominant of an offense we can be and how, you know, effective we can be and efficient and all that. And, um, you know, it ended in the playoffs last year. So, you know, we're going to we, we're gonna circle back, go back to the board and, and figure out what didn't work and why it didn't work and uh, correct that. And I feel like that's how we move forward, you know, in this offense. And so, man, I'm ecstatic to, to, to be back in this offense after already having it a year underneath my belt. Uh, just going to come back, you know, being the best athlete I can be and uh, to continue to get that ball in the end zone and, and help this ball club win, win games. James, one of the things about last year that I was so impressed with you was your leadership. The type of player that you are, of course, but your leadership, I think, was very underrated when the Cardinals went out and signed you and brought you into that locker room. Your leadership, I think, really surprised a lot of people here. 
Are you a leader and do you take it seriously? Are you are you a guy that is going to evolve as a leader in this locker room this year and for the years to come? Absolutely. Um, you know, I feel like being a leader is just something that's in you. You know, I really I really don't try to go out of my way. You know, I try to just handle my business to the, to the fullest and, and, and bring other people along with me, um, you know, just to trend in the right direction. And so, um, you know, I feel like I have leadership capabilities. And so, I, you know, I want to lead this team. I want to help lead this team. You know, we have, you know, awesome weapons around us, you know, and, and awesome veterans and all that to, to help lead, you know. But uh, you know, I want to be one of those guys. And so I think I just handle my business day in and day out, how I approach the game, um, you know, to sacrifice you make and all that and uh you know that's all i want to do is just lead by example and uh, go out there and be my best self which is um you know i know is, is a leader and, and can help bring other lions you know so that's how i feel talking to james connor yeah james just to sort of piggyback on what wolf just said when 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 Steve Kime last offseason said they want to get more physicality and more leadership, and like the next day they went out and added you. Now that you've been here for a year, I mean, do you look around, do you see a lot of leaders on this team? I do. I do. I see a young... Um a lot of a lot of a lot of leaders already, and also potential to be young leaders. You know, because we got a lot of a lot of guys, you know, on this team, you know, that uh, that, that that are playmakers, you know. And so when you when you handle the business on and off the field, and you making plays, you know, you got potential to be a leader. And so what I want to do is just bring that, you know, bring that leadership and and, and the best qualities out of uh, the guys that we already have here. You know, first year guys, second year guys, you know, even ten year guys. You know, I just want to, you know, help bring everybody in the, in the right direction because that's the direction we're going. One of the things you do, I think, is bring a lot of accountability to this locker room right here. Can you talk about accountability and tell people how important accountability is inside an NFL locker room? Man, it's everything. You know, it's about respect. You know, it's about um, earning the respect from your teammates, staff, you know, and just everybody. And, you know, this game, you know, you have to be accountable. You have to, everybody has to know, you know, we're only as strong as our, as our weakest link, you know. And so, man, this, this game is temporary. Um, and we have so many phenomenal, you know, just mind-blowing opportunities. You know, the Super Bowl is here next year. If we can get everybody to just lock in, you know, bring their best self and, and, and just lead. You know, we had an opportunity to be playing a Super Bowl at our home stadium, you know. So I just look around. I just feel like there's uh, every opportunity for just uh, phenomenal stories and all of that. You know, we just have to do that. We just have to put it together and uh, and be accountable. And that's what it starts with. It's not letting each other down, not letting yourself down. James, the other guy in the backfield with you last year, Chase Edmonds. I mean, it was it was probably a long shot that they would be able to keep both of you. But uh, but you know, what do you have to say about Chase? What do you think about him going to Miami now? Oh uh, man, we talked. Uh, I talked as soon as, as soon as he signed. Man, I just I'm just so excited for him. I'm, I'm I'm happy for him. I'm proud of him. You know, from the second you know I walked into this building. You know, even when I signed, you know he he was the first person you know that reached out to me and said congrats and he was excited to work. You know, so that's really my brother. Um, Miami got a phenomenal person, teammate, and football player. You know, so I'm just excited for him, and uh, I'm definitely gonna miss him. You know, two and six, I'm definitely gonna miss suiting up with him. But um, you know, this uh, just like me coming out to Arizona, you know, was just one of the best things for my career. You know, I'm hoping it's the same for him in his career. He can just flourish and and um, make plays and and just be happy. So yeah, that's my brother, and I'm proud of him. James, um, this is just me right now. Okay, <laughs> I kind of an old school guy this is just me but what do you think the possibility is that the arizona cardinals might actually put your toes at six and seven yards 
and allow you to attack the line of scrimmage. Do you think the odds are going to go up that you're actually going to do that more this year, or will they go down? Man, that's what I want. <laughs> you know, I want that. I want that. I love. I feel like that's uh, that's football, and uh, you can never ignore that because at the end of the day, you know, when you get up in that in that power and that power set, you know, you just running at somebody. It's uh, it's, it's it's a man on a man, you know, and and so all it takes is, you know, it's a lot of it's a lot of want to, you know, everybody better be getting their right gaps. Everybody better be coming physical because you know when I'm coming downhill, uh, you better believe that's what I'm bringing. And so, um, but I said I want to be the best athlete I can be I know this offense I know um, I got to be a valuable option in this in, in the passing game as well um, but man if they ever want to want to do that and go power then uh, we're gonna have a lot of fun okay James that was that was the right answer I think because Wolf just started punching the table um, <laughs> so good James you mentioned the passing game just real quick do you do you feel like you still surprise people with some of the the, the catches you make and, and how much of a weapon you are in the passing game you're doing that in Pittsburgh too but it seems like people are always surprised by some of this uh man, yeah. I was just uh you know, it's in the job description, man, to be well rounded, to, to pass protect, to to run the ball physical, to catch it, to get open, all of that. And so yeah, like I said, it's in the, all in the job description. So um I don't you know, this league like I, that's why I say you have to prove yourself, you know, week after week 'cause you can you can make all the one hand catches and do all that, you know, but you know, you gotta do it again. You know what I mean? So and none of those plays last year can help moving forward. So, you know, you just short term memory, you erase it all, and uh, there's more plays to be made. James, uh, thank you so much for your time, brother. Really appreciate it. To, to no, I me, appreciate you guys. Having a successful offseason for the Arizona Cardinals started with signing James Conner. James, thank you so much Thanks, for James. your time. Uh, thank man. you, brother. Okay, yes, sir. Man, God bless. Thank you, you God guys. Bless. That's, uh, that's James Conner checking in. Yeah, I mean, Cardinals fans, of, of all the, uh, the signings, said that was the man. one. Every Cardinals fan's like, oh, yeah, whatever you do, it starts with ringing James Conner back. Yep. That was pretty universal, and it's not always universal with the fan base, but uh, but it was this year. So uh, great to talk to him. He joins us on the 72-sold uh, sports line. Get your price at 72sold.com. Boy, he gave you the exact Toes answer. Toes six, baby. Yeah. Here he was, we go. He was like, let's give it a shot. Let's, let's, Come on now. Let let's... that big man run at that line of scrimmage. Uh, the weather's getting warmer. Arizona sports and Fulton Homes are reminding you that two seconds is too long to take your eyes off your kids around water for life-saving water safety tips and to enter to win swim lessons from the YMCA. Text swim to 620-620. All right, coming up, Cardinals are still probably in need of a cornerback, so with veterans finding new homes, are there any lefts on the open market? That's the Wolf and Luke Show on 98.7 FM, Arizona Sports Station. Wolf and Luke Middays, 98.7 FM, Arizona's Sports Station. All is well. (laughs) All right, I know I teased uh, that we're going to talk about the corners that are available, and we might (laughs) for a second, but Wolf, I want to at least replay one of James Conner's answers from when he joined us last segment, because I'm pretty sure you blacked out about 10 seconds into his his response, okay? So uh, this is James Conner talking about whether or not the Cardinals are going to run more power schemes in 2022. Man, that's what I want. (laughs) You know, I want that. I want that. I love, I feel like that's, uh, that's football. 
and uh, you can never ignore that because at the end of the day, you know, when you get up in that in that power and that power set, you know, you just running at somebody. It's uh, it's, it's it's a man on a man, you know, and and so all it takes is, you know, it's a lot of it's a lot of want to, you know, everybody better be getting their right gaps, everybody better be coming physical because you know when I'm coming downhill, uh, you better believe that's what I'm bringing. And so, um, but I said I'm going to be the best athlete I can be. I know this offense. I know um, I got to be a valuable option in this in, in the passing game as well. Um, but man, if they ever want to want to do that and go power, then uh, we're gonna have a lot of fun. Oh my goodness, that is hit. Does it get any better than that, right there, Luke? You can't actually in that clip hear you hitting the desk in the background, which is sort of disappointing. Look, once again, it is a blending of the old and the new. It's what he did. He did this for the Arizona Cardinals last year. It's exactly what he did. He brought more physicality. He brought more of that mentality, as Paul Calvisi was talking about. That physicality in attacking the line of scrimmage. And then to have the finesse, the dexterity, the skill, the ability to come out of the backfield and make catches in the open field. One-handed catches, as we just saw on the, on the Matrix here. Yeah. I mean, it's just who he is, a blending of the old and new. You can go and shotgun and run the here-it-comes-the-tackle zone. You can go and shotgun and run the zone read with James Conner. You can do it all. You can blend the old and the new. I just want to see more of the old being blended. And listening to him right there, he appreciates that. You don't sign a running back to a three-year contract and not think, hmm, what do you what do you like to do, James Conner? How do you like to run the ball? Because we're counting on you being our number one back here for the next three years. Maybe you could take advantage of that. And that means put his toes at six, seven yards in the queue behind the quarterback and let him attack. The line of scrimmage, baby. Yeah, they may they may very well need to do that, right? Because, I mean, last year it was James Conner and Chase Edmonds. It was, okay, we'll have Chase go out there and get you some yards. Maybe he'll get you, you know, the eight, nine-yard plays. James Conner's going to get in the end zone. And as the season wore on, there were games where Chase Edmonds wasn't playing. James Conner kind of reminded everybody, you know, I can get you the yards, too. Like, his yards per carry over the course of the season isn't doesn't, like, jump off the sheet. But a lot of those carries were... At the goal line or yes. from two yards away, he gets you the tough yards when you need to get them. I don't have to sell people on James Conner. Everybody saw it last year. I mean, he was probably the offensive MVP last year for the Cardinals, right? Um, but it is potentially a little bit different if they don't go out and add somebody else. If you, if you tell me that Eno Benjamin or Jonathan Ward, I'm sure they're going to get somebody else too. But if you tell me those guys are really next in line, then you're you're not asking James Conner to be just the power guy. You're asking him to also kind of be really an all all three down back right now. You don't have Chase Edmonds. No, exactly. And uh, once again, Chase Edmonds really liked to run the ball out of the shotgun. Chase will tell you that. He really enjoyed that. That was the reason why I got excited listening to James Conner literally say that's what he likes. That's what he likes to do. Stick his toes at six or seven yards and attack the line of scrimmage. That's what he likes. That's what he enjoys. Um, Man, wouldn't you want to take advantage of that? If you were Cliff Kingsbury, of course. Of course you would. That's what he prefers. He loves to do it. 
Wouldn't it be a beautiful thing, especially with Zach Ertz as your move tight end, your second tight end in rundown situation, first and ten. Oh, we got to jam up the box. They got 12 personnel here. You know what? Put eight in the box because that's James Conner. And by the way, he'll attack the line of scrimmage. You better, inside linebackers, you better fill that gap because you know he's coming. You know they're going to give him the ball. He's going to attack the line of scrimmage. You better play downhill if you're that inside linebacker on first and 10 with James Conner and his toes at 7 in the queue behind the quarterback. You better... Oh, guess what? Zach Ertz just popped over the middle for a little play-action pass and a gain of 15. <laughs> Do you see this? It, this? it doesn't have to be complicated. Not, not when you sign the guys. It's he, simple. You didn't even mention DeAndre Hopkins in that entire mix. Exactly you also have DeAndre right. Hopkins. Exactly right. Um, yeah, you know, it's there's um, there's something to that. I think there's a lot to that because we all agreed you have to bring James Conner back. You did sign him for three years, though, and between twenty one and twenty five and a half million dollars, you're not just doing that to be like, all right, James, uh, you're gonna you're gonna carry <laughs> right. the ball half the time. You're gonna do what we want. No, if you're gonna invest that much in him, you did invest in a running back yesterday. Yes. If you're gonna do that, I would assume you're gonna play to his strengths. Yes, too. no doubt about it. And what I love about it is they did it responsibly. Right? It's not like he he's making ten to eleven million dollars a year. He, he's he's right there at seven eight million somewhere in that vicinity. How many are, are James Conner and Chase Edmonds the only running backs that have signed in the last two days? Man, I, I don't remember seeing any other oh. running backs. Maybe there is one or two that I'm not thinking of, <laughs> but I remember James Conner signing with the Cardinals and Chase Edmonds signing with the Dolphins. And maybe I'm missing somebody. Maloney just said James White. Okay, James White. All right, did James today. White. Okay, but think about Still, that. That's not. I mean, honestly, you tell me the first two backs off the free agent board were Arizona Cardinal backs. That they actually had working in the backfield? That's amazing, man. McKissick signed with the Bills, too, today. But yeah, the the first day. First day. And I would say probably the two highest profile. I mean, James White is a little high profile because he played with the Patriots. But I would say Chase Edmonds going to Miami, presumably to be the starter, and James Conner after the season he had last year. The two highest profile running backs that have signed were Cardinals last year. A blending of the old and new, man, going forward. James Conner is that blend. He is the manifestation of that blend, the old and the new. Cliff Kingsbury can run his offense and run all that creativity out onto the field. If James Conner's on the field, he can do that. Or you can just go old school and truck somebody. (laughs) He also said he didn't really consider going anywhere else. Very similar to what Zach Ertz said. And, yeah. and and I get it. I mean, yeah. James Conner didn't just say that throughout the interview we just had with him last segment. He repeatedly said, you know, that this is one of the best things that ever happened to me coming to Arizona. Hopefully this is what happens for Chase Edmonds going to Miami. What worked for me taking that risk coming from uh, Pennsylvania to Arizona is, is what he said. All right, uh, that will do it for us here today. Thanks to Aaron Maloney and Lauren Koval behind the glass. For Wolf, I'm Luke. We got Burns and Gambo up next right here on 98.7 FM, Arizona Sports Station. Peace and strength.